welcome aboard. New Hope Radio. Thank you for joining me today. And also, if you check it out later, it's the Hope Club podcast. I want to let you know that these messages are online anytime, on demand. And uh, go to the New Hope podcast. You can go to our website at newhopecc.tv, Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, a whole bunch of other places. You can just type in online, the Hope Club podcast, and all of our messages are there. Hopefully there's something that can help you and something that you'll enjoy. Well, today's Veterans Day, and uh, we want to pay a tribute to our veterans. So we have a special message for them. If you're a veteran, thank you. If you know a veteran, get them to tune in. It's not too late. Get them to tune in so they can be uplifted by what we have to say today. You know, there was a time veterans didn't get a a lot of accolades. It's only been recently that they've really gotten the recognition that they deserve. And we're thankful and we apologize for all the time they didn't get the recognition. Because today we're going to talk about what is the meaning of sacrifice? And uh, two categories of individuals come to mind. The veterans and the Lord Jesus. Oh, they have so much in common. They teach us the meaning of sacrifice. So what we're going to do, we're going to acknowledge the men and the women that have offered their life on the battlefield for the sake of people's safety and freedom. And you know what? They did this not only for the citizens of our great country, but they did it for many countries around the world. Oh, we have soldiers that fight for the safety of the world. Let's welcome Paula and Janine chiming in right now and hopefully many other people uh, checking out our program as well because it's so important. You know, perhaps the word that best captures the minds of our, or the mindset of our military heroes is what I said, sacrifice. That's a big one. And the scripture that best describes it, I think, is found in Romans 12 verse 1, where the Apostle Paul said, Therefore, I urge you, brethren, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice acceptable to God, which is your spiritual service of worship. Paula says, I'm at work. Kiana and I are listening. Hello, Kiana. Kiana, my faithful listener, young Kiana. Welcome aboard, Kiana. So, obviously, when Paul says, present your bodies a living and holy sacrifice, he's speaking in a spiritual sense. But, hey, sacrifice is sacrifice, right? No matter how you look at it. Sacrifice for the Christian is to the will of God. The sacrifice of the mother is for her child. Sacrifice of the soldier is for his or her country. Right, Rich? Rich is listening. Veteran, posting flags. Thank you, Richard. 
for all you've done. So in order to best understand what sacrifice is, I'm going to define sacrifice using the letters that make up the word. This is called an acrostic. And I think it'll give us a pretty good sense as we look at each letter and learn a little bit about sacrifice. Okay, let's begin with the letter S. Paul said to present your bodies, which is what? Surrender. Surrender of self. Sacrifice is a surrendering of oneself or will to a higher will or a higher cause. Handyman Pete's checking in with a salute to all of our soldiers who keep us safe. Bless them and our law enforcement officers who protect us. Amen. Be safe. Handyman Pete's in Alabama. Thank you, Handyman Pete, for that. We're so great. We are indebted to people that protect us. Oh, we certainly are. So sacrifice begins with a surrendering of yourself to a higher will or a higher cause. It's like a refocusing. Okay? It's a realignment of yourself. Next, action. Sacrifice means action. Because a sacrifice is more than an intention. An intention doesn't get much done doesn't get anything done. It takes action to accomplish anything of significance. Right? Action. God so loved the world that what? He gave. What if God just loved the world? We'd all be in trouble. But because he loved us, he acted on that and he gave his son. And whoever believes in him will never perish, but have everlasting life. The Apostle John tells us, that God the Father surrendered his son to take action and sent him to earth to die for man's sins. That's the gospel, isn't it? Of course it is. These folks here represent those who saw the need. They took action for the sake of the world. Wow. You know, whether you're drafted or whether you signed up, the point is you stepped up, you got on the battlefield, and you fought for people. You fought for what's right. And that's, that's you, have, you have to fight for what's right. Because if you don't fight for what's right, evil will take over. It certainly will. Sacrifice takes C, courage. And it certainly does take courage to go to the battlefield. And by the way, courage is not necessarily going into the fight without fear. No, it's going into the fight in spite of fear. That's courage. You're fearful, but you go anyway. That's courage. Doreen's checking in. She said, thank God for our military and their families who sacrifice every day. That's right. You know, the loved ones that are left behind, they're sacrificing too. They're sacrificing, and their emotions are paying for it. They have loved ones that are in a place of danger. We never want to neglect those individuals. When Jesus went into the Garden of Gethsemane, the night that he was betrayed, he prayed to the Father, if it's possible, let this cup pass from me. Nevertheless, your will be done. Jesus is like, you know, if it was up to me, I wouldn't go through this. But Father, I'm going to leave it up to you. 
I'm going to let you call the shots for my life. And he did. Mandy said, Amen. Welcome aboard, Mandy. Sacrifice means resilience. Resilience means to be resolute, to persist. What we're doing, we're taking the acrostic sacrifice. And we're learning through each letter one aspect of what makes sacrifice. Resilience. It's to be resolute, to persist. You can't give up. You cannot quit. You might want to quit. And on more than one occasion, but you know what? You don't. That's the thing. You don't quit. That's resilience. And it takes being resolute in order to accomplish anything of significance. Isn't that true? Anything of significance is never attained by quitting before you get there. It could be researching an invention. It could be researching a medication. It could be fighting on the battlefield. If you quit before you get there, nothing comes of it. You got to persist. Persistence leads to greatness. If we don't persist, nothing great will ever be accomplished. And you can apply that to your own life as well. Yeah. Think of your own life. There are things that you need to persist with. Don't give up. Don't quit. Stay with it. And great things will come. Why? Because it takes being resolute in order to accomplish anything of significance. What was ever finished by quitting? I'm like, nothing that I can think of. I can't think of anything that was completed by quitting before you got there. Jesus himself, he had the quality of being resolute. Toward the end of his ministry, he knew that his time was coming to an end. I mean, here he is, 33 years old. And he knows the book is going to close on his life. It's going to be over. He knew what waited for him. Betrayal. Arrest. A beating. A scourging. A mocking. A crucifixion. He knew all that waited for him. And yet the Bible says in Luke 9.51, when the days were approaching for his ascension, that means before he rose, of course, he was going to die. Luke knew that he rose because he wrote this after Jesus rose. When the days were approaching before his ascension, he was determined to go to Jerusalem. It means that he, he was resolute. You know, the disciples tried to stop him. No, Master, don't go to Jerusalem. They'll kill you. I like what the King James says. He set his face like a flint. He couldn't be deterred. He's like, no, this is why I came. I came to go to Jerusalem. Because I knew at this time, in that place, I would die for the sins of the world. This is why I came. He was determined to accomplish his mission. We can look at the Lord and receive great inspiration to accomplish the mission, whatever it is that God has given you. You look at Jesus. He knows what's coming, but he goes anyway. That's what it means to be resolute. 
You know what's coming, but you go anyway. You might have fear, but you go anyway. Courage doesn't mean no fear. It means I'm going even if I have fear. I'm still going. That's courage. In sacrifice, we have the word I. I stands for introspection. By the way, you can, you can make up your own meanings to the letters. I put words together that I thought would depict sacrifice. Sacrifice requires a certain introspection of self-awareness. You cannot think too much of yourself, but yet you cannot think too less of yourself. Okay? You know your purpose, and you know your mission, and that's what drives you. That's introspection. Thinking too much of yourself limits what you will do. Thinking too less of yourself hinders what you will do. Okay? If you think too much of yourself and too much about yourself, you're going to think, oh, the job's too big. If you think too little of yourself, you're going to think, I don't have what it takes. So that's why introspection. Know that if God has given me this mission, then he's given me the ability to complete it. Jesus had introspection. Knowing that the Father had given all things into his hands, that he had come forth from God, and that he was going back to God. See, Jesus had confidence in I like this. He had confidence in God his Father. He knew he came from God, and he knew he was going back to God. Now think about your own life. You're going to God. I don't, I don't know if you came from God. Because Jesus was in heaven with God. We weren't. But if you're a believer today, you're going back to God. So there's, there's a, a wonderful helping of confidence. No matter what happens on planet Earth, man, I'm going up. I'm going to be with God. And that's going to be for all of eternity. Forever. I'm going to be with God forever. I don't know about you, but that sure inspires me. Oh, it inspires me. Doreen said, if God brings you to it, he will see you through it. <laughs> I like that one. If he brings you to it, he will see you through it. You know what I think of? The Red Sea. God brought him to the Red Sea, right? And what did he do? He saw him through it. <laughs> he, saw, he said, I'll make a way. <laughs> Made a way. He passed through. You know what? I love the way the Bible says that. On dry ground. Wow. Not wet ground. Not damp ground. Dry ground. You know why? Proves God did it. Mandy said, let your faith be bigger than your fear. Amen, sister. That's right. Fear doesn't have to control you, but faith should control you. So because Jesus knew this, he knew where he was from, and he knew where he was going, his next, next act was very memorable. You know what he did? He washed the disciples' feet in the upper room at the last Passover meal. That's confidence. When you wash the feet of other people, you're confident in who you are. Because you know that's the work of a servant. But you do it anyway. Jesus had tremendous self-confidence. The F 
and sacrifice. Fortitude. Fortitude is having courage in pain or adversity. I'm sure there were many soldiers on the battlefield. They were in great pain and they continued to fight. And they went forward. The adversity was phenomenal. And they still went, they took their, they, they stood their ground. And they took the hill. They did what was required. They knew what needed to be done and they did it. See, when things are going bad, you know what you do? You keep going. It's always too soon to quit. Maybe it's too hot. Maybe it's too cold. Maybe you're too hungry. Maybe you're too thirsty. Maybe you're too tired. Maybe you're too hurting. But you see, sacrifice means sacrifice. It's not a convenient thing. Sacrifice is not convenient. It's not. But it's a demonstration of an incredible character. It's a character that overrides feelings. Whatever you feel, sacrifice is greater. One who sacrifices is an influencer. To influence someone is to have an important effect on them to change them. Now, Jesus was like that. He taught his disciples to be like him. Like I said, he washed their feet. And when he was done, you know what he said? He said to them, do you know what I've done? Now go and do the same. Yeah, go and do the same. He said, I gave you an example that you also should do as I did to you, John 13, 15. He's an influencer. Paula said, our sacrifice never goes unnoticed by God. That's true. And it might go unnoticed by people. That's okay. It'll never go unnoticed by God. Jesus was a great influencer. Why? We've got millions of people following him. An influencer leads by example. This is why the United States has always and will always have the best and the most elite fighting force in the world. Because the men and women of our military are examples to one another. You know what they do? They challenge one another to do great things, to go higher, to push harder, to accomplish more. So, you see, and they've got each other's back, and that's the next letter C, caring. Our soldiers have each other's backs. We don't leave anybody behind, do we? No, no, no. No one's left on the battlefield. They are truly a brotherhood with the same, the same mindset and shared mission. You know, I think of the one another's of the Bible. They're kind of like our military that care for each other. You know the one another's of the Bible? Be devoted to one another. Be of the same mind. Love one another. Do not judge one another. Build up one another. Accept one another. Wait for one another. Care for one another. Serve one another. Bear one another's burdens. Show tolerance to one another. We are members of one another. Be kind to one another. 
esteem one another, forgive one another, and encourage one another. Those are all that one another's of the Bible. Live in peace with one another. See, that's what creates a tight unit. That's what makes us the body of Christ, the one another's of the Bible. And that's what makes our military so strong. They live in the one another's. These are the things that make life livable. Man, he said, pray for one another, right? If I skip that one, pray for one another. Oh, it's important. That's a big one. So you think of what makes up sacrifice. What is sacrifice? Remember this, it's not convenient. It's not. It's surrender. Action. Courage. Resilience. Introspection. Fortitude. To be an influencer. To be caring. And then finally, execute. You have to do it. There comes a time when you just have to do it. Like what? Take that hill. Carry that load. Serve that cause. Right? Jesus came to execute the plan of salvation for all of mankind. He executed God's plan. And remember when he was on the cross, what did he say? The last thing he said, it is finished. Oh, I'm so glad he said that because that meant it was done. Sins of the world have been paid for. I'm like, are you kidding me? He paid for the sins of the whole world. How do you not acknowledge that? How does somebody stay in la-la land when they hear that Jesus paid for the sins of the whole world? That's when you wake up. That's when you come to your senses, like the prodigal son in the pig pen. He came to his senses. A lot of folks today, man, they still haven't yet come to their senses. And Jesus paid for the sins of the whole world. He executed the plan of salvation. Without the execution, there is no completion. At the very end of his human life, he uttered those final words. It is finished. That was it. It's the last thing he said. If he didn't get to the place where he was going to be crucified, everything else would have been for nothing. You know that? All the miracles that he did, they weren't a bit for nothing. All the healings, for nothing. Feeding those thousands of people, for nothing. It'd all be for nothing. See, the capstone of the life of Christ was his death and resurrection. He had to complete the work. And he said that. He said, Father, I've completed the work that you've given me to do. And how many of our soldiers can say that? We completed it. We won the war. We stopped the enemy. We snuffed out the evil. That's why we give them a big thank you. Paul said, yeah, people in the world, man, they need a wake-up call. It's true. The main mission of Jesus was to defeat the enemy, Satan, and atone for the sins of mankind. And you know what? <laughs> His mission was successful. Hallelujah. 
I don't say hallelujah too much, but I'll tell you what. I'll say it to that. His mission was successful. And because our soldiers, like Jesus, fight to the end, the enemy is always defeated. And the victory goes to those who go with the virtue of sacrifice. That's a virtue. If you know what it is to sacrifice yourself for someone else in some way, that's a virtue. That is a godly virtue. Moms do it. Dads do it. Workers do it. Soldiers do it. I'm so happy Jesus did it. So back to where we started, Romans 12, 1. Therefore, I urge you, brethren, he's talking to Christians, by the mercies of God, to present your bodies, ooh, a living and holy sacrifice. Now, what does it mean to be a living sacrifice? It means that it's not just one time. We do this every day. Every day, we find ourselves sacrificing ourselves somehow, some way. And like I say, especially to the will of God. We have our own will. We have our own mindset. But then there's the will of God. And he says, that sacrifice, when you sacrifice that way, oh, that is acceptable to God. God's like, yeah, I like it. Which is your spiritual service of worship. Think about it. Saf sacrificing yourself to the will of God is worship. Our soldiers live this way. God expects his people to live this way. And that's how we should live our lives. Because that's how Jesus lived. Didn't he? He was a living sacrifice. His life began with a sacrifice by leaving heaven and being born on the earth. And it ended with a sacrifice by being crucified on a cross in tremendous pain. Think about that. And for that 33 years in between, it was a daily sacrifice. Oh yeah, Jesus is the poster child for sacrifice. So on this Veterans Day, we want to thank our military for the sacrifices that they've made. Some made the ultimate sacrifice. Some, by losing limbs, live with the repercussions of their sacrifice. And their families identify with them, and they hurt also. So we thank the Lord for them, and we look forward to the day when there's no more war and no more pain. Share this podcast with a veteran. Let it be a source of encouragement to them. We'll see you next time for more of New Hope Radio.